You're listening to the weekly podcast of a People of God Church in Jamestown, North Carolina. We pray you enjoy today's message. Hello, 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 and welcome to a People of God. I am Pastor Tacoma, and oh, what a thrill it is to be with you. Yes, one more time. We don't take it for granted. So as we enter God's gates, we say thank you, Lord, for one more opportunity to be together with each other and to be together with you. And we enter his courts right now with praise because he is God all by himself. That's why we call him the most high because he is high and lifted up. We worship him today because he is just that good and our hallelujah belongs to him. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're glad that you're here. We are not intending to waste your time today. We take your time very seriously, just like we take our own very seriously. So we have something that's impactful, that's powerful, that can change your life today. We're still operating off of our theme, friends. We're talking about enjoying the kingdom power of a simplified life. Say it with me. Enjoying the kingdom power of a simplified life. I want to tell you, we're not dealing with something here friends that's optional in this day and time kingdom power is not an option kingdom power is fundamental to our survival but even more than that if we are going to have a life that's fulfilled today that 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 has purpose today that if we are going to be able to leave a legacy you know for our children and grandchildren and do something that matters we got to have kingdom power in these days and times. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The safety net of society is ripped to shreds. The meanness of the world in a lot of ways, in an overall way, just seems to be escalating. Listen, it, the, the, the longer we go, the more we see that this society and, and, and this world order is inept and unable to continue in the way that it is. This world is coming down, but you and my world is coming up. So we thank God for that. But at the same time, friends, we got to tap into a power in addition or that's that's greater than the power of this world. And that's all right, because Christ said, greater is he that is in you. Come on, than he that is in the world. Do you want to have more control? over the facets of your life. Uh, do you not want your life, your future, the, 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 the opportunities and access that your children have to be always at other people's disposal, to, you know, even your health and safety to be in other people's hands, waiting for somebody else to start a program, somebody else to come up with an idea, somebody else to ride in on a white horse and save us, somebody else to cut us a check, somebody else to tell us what what's right and what's wrong listen that day is over with but it, it but but people this world is based on profiting on your and my lack of power and so they push us around in ways that are profitable and advantageous to them but actually a death and destruction to us. Well, that day is over because now we are walking in kingdom power. That is the power from God, from the kingdom of heaven 
to give you and I possibilities, to give you and I access, to give you and I a say and a voice in our future and in our children's future. That, listen, that doesn't just happen because we want it. That doesn't just happen because we say it. There's, there's, there's some light of revelation that we got to receive and walk in in order to go in this kingdom power. And that's what we're dealing with. And what I want to tell you is something that's fundamental to kingdom power is simplified living. Something that's fundamental to kingdom power is the simplified life. So that's what we're dealing with. Listen, we're doing too much. We got too much on our minds. We got too many feelings about too many things. We got too many, too many priorities, too many ambitions, you know, straight up too many best friends, you know, too, 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 some of us got too many jobs. It's just too much. It's too much going on. We taking in too much information. And by information, I don't mean accurate information. I mean just stuff that people say and do. It's too much. We got to get to a simplified life because the power of God is in there. And listen, I'm going to explain the very dynamics of that to you today. We got a power. Listen, I'm so excited about this teaching today. Um, we got to jump into it. The, 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 the power of a simplified life is based on the kingdom key, the mystery. Are you ready? It's based on the mystery of constraint. It's based on the mystery of constraint. There is a, there is, there is a, a, a law. There is a, 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 a key that unlocks authority in this kingdom of ours called the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. This kingdom that Christ preached and said was the, that the, the dynamics of his power came by virtue of the fact that he was plugged into this kingdom. And let me tell you, if you and I are going to have power, it's going to be because we are plugged into this kingdom. But we got to walk now in this kingdom authority. But how many of you know that as much as we say it and we decree and declare and all those things are right, but what is it that put, just because we decree and declare something doesn't mean that is backed by God's power and it's going to happen the way we decree and declare it. So what we're dealing with now, I'm telling you how this works. We're getting into the dynamics. We're getting into the operation. I'm, 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 I'm moving into the nuts and bolts of, of how and why this works. And after we explain that, then we can start talking about exact talking about exactly what to do. But you gotta know why it works, or trust me, you won't be motivated enough to do it. All right. So I, I want you to understand that we're dealing with the the principle of constraint. And let me now then just lay a statement out for you. Write this down. God chooses to only share his authority with those that he can constrain. Let me say it again. God chooses to only share his authority with those whom he can or who he can constrain. 
Constrain means to set a boundary, to set a restriction. Constrain means to hold someone back. All right, listen carefully. We're talking about the kingdom power of a simplified life. This power, this teaching is based, listen, any teaching, you need to know what principle is based on. It's based on the principle of divine constraint. And the principle of divine constraint says that God chooses to only share his authority with those that he can constrain. God says, before I'm gonna give, before I'm gonna give power to your words, before I give power, my power, to your decree and declare, before I give my power to you when you come in agreement, and you know we say, come pray, stand in agreement with me on so and so. But well, God says. I, my power will back that up. But before I give my power to, before I give you authority in this kingdom, you have to allow, show that you allow me to constrain you. All right. Let me, let, let, let's say it in these terms. Uh, 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 watch this. God chooses to only share his authority with those whom he can constrain. And if you want to go further, constraint is the foundation of consecration. Yes, we're going to talk about it today, y'all. We're going to talk about it because I listen, I hope you understand the profundity of what you're getting right now. I am giving you the key. Once you're in Christ, now all this is in Christ. Once you're in Christ, once you're a believer, once you are a, a member of the family of God, now how do I go from just being a member of the family to walking in divine authority? I'm giving you the key by God's grace. God has given us the key today, and the key is the mystery of the principle of divine constraint. And the principle of constraint, the law of constraint says that God chooses to share his authority. Because when it's said and done, who is the only ultimate authority? It's God. All authority that anyone or anything has derives from God's authority. All right? And God chooses to share his authority only with those who allow his constraint in their lives. You want power in your life? then you got to start working with the law of constraint. Are you listening to me? You got to start. Listen, let me, let me, let me, um, uh, uh, kind of, kind of walk you through a progression here. Then we'll get specific with it. Hang with me. You listen, you, you understand this. Uh, uh, what, what do you do? You, you know, um, uh, uh, your, your, your teenager asked to borrow the car. Now, now that's a thought. That's not their car. It's your car. You, you the one who have authority to drive it. They don't have the authority to drive it. But now they say, "Well, may I borrow the car?" Okay, so I'm going to take my authority to drive it, symbolized by these keys or this key fob, how it works today. 
and I'm going to give it to you. So now you have authority to drive it. But you need to drive it like I would drive it. And you don't need to go to places that's not the nature of the place, places that I would go, right? If, if, if you only see me drive 65, you listen, you can't drive 95, not in my car. You, are you following me? In other words, if you can't constrain yourself, if you can't set a boundary, then you can't, I can't share my authority with you. Are you listening to me? You ever worked in an organization that, that has, you know, levels of management or supervisors and directors and that kind of thing? Who is it that gets promoted or should get promoted? If, if you're a boss and you're looking to promote somebody, you're only going to promote somebody into a position of authority if they're able to constrain themselves to the policies and procedures and the things that, you know, the, the, the boundaries of the organization and the position. A good way to lose authority is to show that you can't constrain yourself, that you'll just do anything at any time and nobody has the capacity, you know, to reel you in. That's what constraint means. God, kingdom power is conferred by the law of restraint, the law of constraint. Are you following me? As a matter of fact, let me take you through a progression here. I'm, I'm just going to talk you through it. I'm not going to get deep into this part, but I want you to t write this down. All right, get out your notepad now. You want to write this down. God chooses only to share authority with those he can constrain. And constraint is the foundation of consecration. I'm giving, giving you some theological terms now. Because I know some of you are, are, are Bible thinkers, so let me give you some stuff to think about. You know, consecration is 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 when you separate yourself for God's purpose. It's when you say, "I'm different. I have an assignment. I have a calling. I, I have." an ambition from God. Ambition is not a bad word. It's a wonderful word. I have something that I'm trying to do. I have somewhere that I'm trying to go. I have, there's a version of me that I want to become. As soon as you say that, what that means is there's some things that I cannot do. If I'm going to go where I'm trying to go, if I'm going to be who, I, who I'm trying to be, if I'm going to do what I'm trying to do, then that sets a boundary for me. All right? And as I learn to constrain myself to the boundary of my calling, of my assignment, of my ambition, of my intention, of my uh, desire. When I learn to set the boundary of that, as I learn to constrain myself within those boundaries, God releases power. That's called consecration. 
when I consecrate myself to this path. That's called consecration. Listen, God, uh, uh, co constraint is the foundation of consecration. Now, 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 here's what God does. The Holy Spirit takes my intention for consecration. Follow me and produces sanctification in the heart. So here's the, here it is. So now here I am. This is who I want to be. This is what I want to do. This is where I'm going. What, what are you doing? I'm, I, I've decided that, that I'm going to be the one to take a stand and start to turn the path of my family and our generations in another direction. I've decided that I'm going to go to another level economically because I want to leave a financial legacy for my children and my children's children. I've decided that, that I'm going to break uh, the cycle of absentee parenting in my family, and I'm going to be a father, and I'm going to be in the lives of my children. I've decided that I'm going to break the cycle of addiction in our family, and I'm going to and and, and 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 I'm going to live a life of sobriety. I've decided that I'm going to draw a land, land, line in the sand. That, 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 that this is the last generation in my family, if, if God gives me a say so, the last generation of diabetes and hypertension, you know, and high blood pressure, that's high blood pressure, hypertension, same thing, you know, and all these asthma and so forth. We're going to break that. I, I'm setting the, the standard. Well, whenever you make a decision about what you want to do, what you want to be, I want to move up this high in the organization, in the company, in the corporation that I work in. You know, whatever it is, as soon as you state an intention to be something other than sorry, or as soon as you state an intention to be something on another level from wherever you are, and you might be very, very good already, but there's always another level, and you say, I'm gonna go to another level. As soon as you do that, that next level has boundaries. There's stuff that doesn't belong there. Are you following me? And when you say, I'm going to try to live my life in such a way that it, that, it, that it fits in this path, that's constraint. Now, you got to start the effort of consecration. I'm going to try to do this and not do that. I'm going to try to be this and not be that. I'm going to try to go this way and not go that way. I'm going to try to talk like this and stop talking like that. I'm going to try to eat like this and not eat like that. You know, I, 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 I'm going to try to have this mentality and get rid of that mentality. As, as soon as you chart an ambition, a path, an intention, then the constraint is automatic, or rather the boundary is automatic. Now you got a decision to make. Do you care enough about the next level in what's set before you to say, it's my intention to constrain myself, which means now I just set myself apart. Because if I'm gonna be this, that means I can't be that. If I'm gonna do this, that means I can't do that.
If I'm going to go here, that means I can't go there. So soon as I set a path, soon as I chart a course, soon as I set an ambition, I just set a boundary. And when I say, yes, I want to pay the price. I want to honor the boundary of the next level. That's called consecration. I just set myself apart, at least in my intention. Now, here's the thing. All my habits, all my mindset, all my way of doing things is this level. So when I say that's who I want to be, when I say that's where I want to go, that doesn't mean I all of a sudden just magically become that person, but I just consecrated myself. It's my intention and my desire to say, this is what it is, and this is what it's not, and that's what I want, and I'm going to start trying. Start trying is consecration. All right? So now the Holy Spirit takes my intention for consecration in my life, and then the Holy Spirit produces sanctification in my heart. Glory to God. Glory. I'm leaving it up on the screen so you can write it down. So the Holy Spirit takes my intention for consecration in my life and then produces sanctification in my heart. So now my heart is where, is where the issues of my life come from. That's where my feelings are. That's where all that trauma is that I've been through. That's where all the disappointment is. That's where the unforgiveness is. That's where the thought patterns are. This way of thinking that comes up before I even get a chance to think about the thought. The thought comes up. All that's what's called in the heart. It's the subconscious of a person. If you want to use kind of clinical psychological terms a little bit, it, 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 it's that it, it, you know, it's the motor of the mind. And so now, this is what happens. Listen, the Holy Spirit. Once, once I say, God, this is what I want. This is what I'm gonna do, and I'm willing to try. Now I commit my way to the Lord because the Holy Spirit takes that seed of consecration, that seed of constraint, and the Holy Spirit says, okay, now I'm going to take you to school. I'm going to take you through the school of the Spirit, and I'm going to start to coach, train, teach, and mentor you on how to be that person you said you want to be, on how to go that place you said you want to go, on how to do and accomplish that thing you said you want to do do and accomplish. And it starts in the heart. And the, 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 listen, the, that level is there. It's there. And it's there for you. That door is open for you. It's just not open to this version of you. So what is the version of me that goes from in debt to debt free? What is the version of me that goes from tired and always sick to energy in my body and my body feeling full of life? What is the version of me 
that goes from anxious and worry to peace that passes all understanding. Those levels are there. That level of health is there. That level of financial security is there. That level of peace of mind is there. What, what is the version of me that turns the path of my family? That turn in the road is already there. It's waiting for you, but it's just not this version of you. It's waiting for a version of you that you have yet to become. Well, you say, but I can't become that on my own. I know you can't, and God knows that you can't too. So what God is looking for is the willingness to be constrained, which is called consecration in the scripture. And then the Holy Spirit takes my intention for consecration. It doesn't mean I perfected it. It doesn't, look, I'm still, I still got stuff that's out of bounds. But the, the Holy Spirit starts to change my heart on the basis of my effort. That's called sanctification. Now, as he starts to change my heart, now I'm becoming the kind of person now I'm becoming the version of me that unlocks that next level. Are you listening to me? Can you follow me? You ought to say amen. You ought to drop a glory to God in the chat. Something. Isn't God wonderful? He said, you, you don't have to change yourself. As soon as you say you want to and start trying, I'm coming. I'm coming with my power and my authority. Cause see, I can cast devils out of your bloodline, even though you can't. <laughs> see, listen, I don't have this one queued up. You had to look it up. Hebrews chapter four and verse 12. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword. That's verse 12. Then verse 13 says, able to divide or to discern between the thoughts and intents of the heart. See what I'm talking about? Of the heart, Hebrews chapter four, verse 12 and now verse 13. And then it says, able even to divide between the joints and the marrow. He's saying, I can do surgery on you on a mental level, on an emotional level, and even on a physical level. And I can cut out exactly what goes, comes out, and I can leave in exactly what stays in so that you become the version of yourself. that has the ID to open the next level. Listen, your next level is like a door that with, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a fingerprint opening or like a door that you gotta have a certain identification that says who you are. Ha, but listen, when you become that version of you, that's meat, that's fit for the next level, then when you go up and say, I'm here, that door flies open automatically. How do I become that person? It's the whole, it's the ministry of the Holy Spirit that takes my consecration, my effort, my desire to say, this is where I'm going and, and I'm gonna try to, to, to limit myself to the person that this is. When, he, when that happens, then the Holy Spirit begins the process of sanctification. He says, all right, now, I, 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 I'm gonna simplify, I'm gonna cut this stuff out. Yes, Lord. 
Thank you, God. And then, now, as you become sanctified, now I'm willing to release power in your life for dominion of your environment. You got all that down? Did you get that down? Well, let me show you then the dynamics of kingdom power through simplified living. Constraint. That's the beginning. I told you what we're talking about now is the kingdom key, the mystery, the kingdom mystery and power of constraint. Why is it a mystery? Because it doesn't work exactly like we think it does. Usually constraint feels oppressive. It feels like somebody trying to boss you around, trying to tighten, clamp down on you. And normally we rebel against constraint. In some constraints, we should rebel again. You know, we as black folk, this society has an idea, a, a, a boundary of where it thinks we should be in this society. We're not honoring that constraint. We're going where God says we can go, regardless of what the culture in the world say. We don't honor that constraint. But now when divine constraint comes, when it's God who's saying, I want you to do this and not do that. Listen, when God speaks to you and says that, get excited. Huh? Get excited. Oh, listen, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me check my time. I got a few more minutes. We're about to wrap this up here. I gave you a lot to think about. You're going to listen to this more than once. But let me show you now. Constraint. When I say there's a boundary. If I'm going to be who I want to be, if I'm going to go where I want to go, if I'm going to do what I want to do, if I'm going to leave the legacy and inheritance that I want to leave, I got to observe some boundaries. I got to be that and not this. All right. I'm going to try, try, try. That's called consecration. And when that happens, beloved, the Holy Spirit begins the operation of sanctification. It's gonna fit, it's gonna take the version of you that you're trying to be through your actions, and it's gonna hardwire that in your heart. Did you hear me? It's gonna take the version that you're so 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 you say, I wanna, you know, I wanna live a life that's more healthy. All right, God. What does that mean? Always ask the Holy Spirit what to do. Because even though you might know what to do, that don't mean you know what to do first. So the Holy Spirit might say, okay. Uh, the Holy, and it's not the same for everybody. The Holy Spirit might tell this person who wants to be healthier, okay, this is, this is the constraint. I want you to not eat after 7 p.m. But the Holy Spirit might tell this next person, okay, this is the constraint. I want you to not eat fried foods. Or the Holy Spirit might take the next person, okay, this is the constraint. I, I need 30 minutes from you walking three times a week. All of those things are good, but go to the Holy Ghost. Let him tell you because he's going to give it to you in the order that, that he's going to give you the instruction in the order that he's fixing it in your heart. Glory to God. I got I to explain to you how this works. So, so, so as he begins to fix your heart, he releases his authority and power in your life, which now gives you dominion over that, uh, that realm. So if you want dominion over the realm of health in your life, 
It starts with a decision with a decision that that's what you want, which means now I'm going to try to do some things different. I'm going to do some stuff and not do it. That's consecration. But how many of you know that willpower can only go so far? At, at, at some point, the willpower fails. All right. But it's got to take some willpower to start. But as soon as that happens, trust me, start praying because the Holy Spirit is going to come in and is going to hardwire the mindset to take it out of willpower and just be who you are. All right. So, 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 so that's why you got to ask God where to start. Because where you start with the behavior and the habit, that's where God's going to start with the heart. So you don't want to just decide because you, you know, you heard something on YouTube or something that that's what you're going to do. You know, if you don't know anything to do, then do that. But keep listening to the Holy Spirit. He'll, he'll direct your path. So it might say, okay, you got to cut down one dessert a week. That's what I need you to try to constrain yourself to do. Now, as you do that, the Holy Spirit is going to start working on your heart. going to start bringing it to your mind. You see how much better you feel? Do you notice that now that nap you always felt like you had to have at 2 p.m., you don't have to have it anymore? And do you realize it's been three days and you ain't thought about no dessert? See, he's going to start to change your heart to pretty soon what felt almost impossible becomes just who you are. Now it's the version of you. that qualifies for the next round. Then the next time he might say, okay, we got to add some exercise to it. Hey, Lord, I ain't never been a consistent exerciser in my life. I know you haven't, but I'm going to work on your heart. I'm going to make it from something you can't do to something you can do. And woo, we try real hard. I might can make it into something you want to do, but I can at least make it into something that you will it and you can do. Ha! Now, I'm, now, now there's a version of me. You know, there was a version of me that ate sweets every day and never exercised. Now there's a version of me that, that has control over the sweets I eat and I'm getting moved. See, see this, is the, this, is, this is the dynamics. Dynamic being the way it works. All right? That's the way it works. Now, th this is what I'm trying to tell you. You say, well, what does this have to do with the thing? This is what has to do with the thing. When I talk about the kingdom power of simplified living, this is the process of simplification. When we, when we accept that we're going to try to follow a path, that we're going to try to achieve a goal or to, 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 to find ourselves on another level, that decision initiates constraint. Just by deciding that that's what I want. Now, here, now, you know, as soon as I know that that's what I want, then, that's, then there's the constraint. I want this, which means that that's not what I want. There's a boundary. That's all constraint means, is to stay in a boundary. Now, I can say, phew, well, I ain't doing that. Okay, well, that's the end of the process. But if I want it bad enough, I say, well, you know what? I'm going to try. That's consecration. I'm going to try. Lord, direct my path. Tell me how to get started. Now the Holy Spirit kicks in. 
and the Holy Spirit starts to separate you. Starts to separate this version of you from that version of you. Glory to God. He starts to separate this version of you from that version of you. And 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 starts to show you what doesn't belong and actually empower you to push that out. Because let me tell you something. If I tell you to do something or not do something, it takes willpower. But if the Holy Spirit tells you to do it or not do it, the Holy Spirit brings the Holy Spirit's power to enable you to enforce that decision in your life. All right? And as he does that, the complexity of life starts to fall away automatically things that don't belong start to get cut out things that don't belong outside in your life and things that don't belong in your heart and in your thinking it starts to get cut out that's the simplified life that's the process come on of simplification that's what we're talking about if you want to know where the power of this comes from the, the power of the simplified life comes from the process of simplification which involves constraint consecration and sanctification and when that happens glory to God now the power and authority as it happens, listen, it's not, this is the thing I love about this. It's not just some arrival you get at and God holds back all the authority and power till you arrive at this destination. There is, there are moments of breakthrough, but there's also moments of process. And as God sees that you are, 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 are starting to, to establish the habits of the version of the next level version of you, then he starts to release his authority and his power, which now gives you dominion. Dominion just means now you're in charge of it in partnership with the Holy Spirit and it's no longer in charge of you. That's called freedom. That's why this whole process, friends, is a mystery because at the beginning, constraint doesn't feel like freedom. I'm just going to stay on health because that's an easy example. You know, being healthy means you can't eat everything you want, all of it that you want. Well, that feel, well, well, right now, it feels like freedom to eat everything you want and all you want. That feels like freedom. And, and, and to begin to observe some, some boundaries of nutrition feels like the loss of freedom. But actually, the mystery of this is if you'll submit yourself to the process of simplification, what feels like bondage results in dominion, which is true freedom. You're not free right now. You're driven by every urge and desire and lust and addiction. You're not deciding what to eat or what to spend or what to think, or how to feel, how to feel. These things are just driven. And it's all complicated and mixed up on the inside of us. And there's a version of us that's not this. It's us, but it's just not this version. So he says, listen, 
decide on a destination, on a next level, on a dimension that you want your life to be in. And when you decide that, we're about to pray. When you decide that, you know, as soon as you decide this, that means it's not that. That's an automatic boundary. Do you follow what I'm saying? You know, as soon as you say, you know, I'm going to save $100 a month, then there's $100 a month with a boundary on it. Right? That's constraint. Now, it's now this is this is this is how it goes from just a wish to an intention. The, the spirit level, heaven don't work, the kingdom don't work off of wishes. It works off of intention. So somebody might say, you know, I wish I had a bank account full of money. That's wishing. Intention says I'm going to save $100 a month. Okay, so then there's a boundary on that $100. Are you going to observe the boundary? Yeah, I'm going to try. Now, now heaven notices that. Now, now we we got something that we can work with. Are you listening to me? Now, now, when I say I'm going to try, that's consecration. I just put a boundary on that $100 a month. I'm not going to touch it. I'm going to open up a savings account. I'm going to put it in a different bank from my checking account because I don't even want it. I don't even want the app. (laughs) I don't want no debit card to it. The only way to get that money, I'm going to have to go in the bank and ask for it. So that I'm putting some boundaries in place now. And I'm going to go to my job and I'm going to tell them, set up my direct deposit, put $100, make $100 go to this account, and then the rest go to this account for me to operate my life. Now, that's consecration. Now, does that guarantee a bank account full of money? No, there's more steps than that. But that, but 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 now the Holy Spirit comes in now and says, "Oh, look, I got one who's consecrating himself. Now, let me fix him. Let me give him the heart and the thought pattern and the ideas and the and the and the emotions and feeling of a wealthy person." So they can become the version of themselves that matches the goal, the dimension, the path, the, 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 you know, the, the realm that they've decided that they want to live in. And as that happens, now I'm going to start putting money authority and money power in their hands. Why? Because I can constrain them. I, I, I can't share my authority with someone that I can't constrain. Ah, all right, write this down. This is the last sentence. We're about to pray. What this means is this. Every constraint from God, say from God, not from folk, you know, not from people who want something from you, definitely not from people who are trying to guilt trip you. Every constraint from God is a promotion to freedom in disguise. Oh, that's so powerful. Every constraint from God. When God speaks to you, I'm I'm not not talking about, I'm talking about when you hear from him. When you ask him, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to change? What do you want me to work on? And he will tell you. 
usually before you can hardly get the question out. When you get that, that's not a desire to control you, to clamp down on you, to restrict you. No, every constraint from God is a promotion in disguise. Y'all, this is some of the realest teaching I ever did. I'm loving this. I'm this, 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 this is a mystery to elevation and promotion in this kingdom. Every constraint from God is a promotion and a freedom in disguise. Which means now, when, 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 when God gives you an instruction, listen, it, 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 that, that's not the time to say, oh man, that's the time to get excited. You, you coming up. You, you just, listen, you just got to come up. You just got to open door. That's the time. Woo, let's go through it. All right, no, 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 no. let's let's uh 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 uh, uh, uh you said uh, oh, oh, pardon me you say listen um you got a scripture for this rap yeah I do let me lay this scripture on you Philippians chapter two verse five through eleven we'll read the scripture and that'll be it for today we are now wrapping up Philippians chapter two here we go verse number five says let this mind. You got to let it. See, he's not going to do it for it. That's why I say you got you to gotta stop. You said, this is what I'm going to do. Now, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. What mind? Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal to God, but made himself. That's constraint. Of no reputation. It took upon him. Nobody make him. He chose to put himself in the boundaries of a servant. Even though he was equal with God, he put boundaries on himself and said, I'm going to be a servant made in the likeness of men. And now, now God finds him constrained and humbling himself and becoming obedient. I'm going to stay in these boundaries. I'm going to live life under this constraint. Are you following me? Do you know that Christ never used any power of the office of um, the word of God? He never did. He did exactly what this process that I'm telling you. It says, let me back up. Where am I? Verse six. Thought I not be equal to God. Verse seven. But made himself of no reputation. This is one who angels bowed down to in the heavens and sang his praises. But he said, I'm a limit. I'm a boundary myself into the life of a man with no reputation. And I'm going to take on the form of a servant. He didn't come as a king in the form of a king. Now, some people recognized he was a king. The wise men from the east recognized he was a king. Brian Bartimaeus, who shouted, have mercy on me, thou son of David, recognized he was a king. But that took revelation knowledge from them. He didn't come in the form of a king. He, he came in the form of a man who had a job doing woodworking. 
an itinerant teacher, the form of a servant, and was made into the likeness of men, and then being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient. Okay, God, this is the path. This is what I'm doing. This is now. I'm going to allow you to make me as a man in the form and the version of the person who can walk this path. And his was even the death of the cross. Glory to God. For most of us, I don't think he's asking you to, to, to be constrained that far. <laughs> Listen, what is God asking you to do? It ain't that. It ain't that. Ah, glory. I love God because God don't ask us to do anything that he ain't willing to do. He said, all right, this is this is the constraint that I put on myself. This is the boundary, the death of the cross. That's what I put on myself. What's he putting on you? Is he asking you to do that? Probably not. But let me show you. So he, he, he bound, constraint, sanctification. But wherefore then? God has highly exalted him. Are you listening to me? And listen, when you go through that process, the authority of God comes into your life because you humbled yourself to the process to and, and obey the principle of constraint. Now God will highly exalt you and give you a name. What did he tell Abraham? I'll make your name great. Boundary yourself. Put a boundary between you and your father and your mother's house. Leave your father and mother and go to a land where I'll show you. Put a boundary there that, that you're constrained now. You can never go back there again, Abraham. A Abraham accepted the boundary and he said, I'll make your name great. It's a principle in this kingdom of heaven. Christ did the same thing. He humbled himself made himself of no reputation, took on the form of a man, learned obedience through the things that he suffered and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God has now highly exalted him ah, and given him a name which is above every name. God is going to highly exalt you as you come under this mysterious power the law of constraint. He's going to exalt you into the person that the version of you that you choose to be. The version of you that's laid before you. The race that is set before you. The high calling of the prize in Christ Jesus. Therefore, forgetting those things which are behind. This one thing I do, I set a boundary between where I'm going and where I've been. I ain't never going back. Forgetting those things which are behind, I press forward. This is the law of constraint. Therefore, since Christ did this, chose to do it, God has highly exalted him and given him a name, just like he's going to give you a name. But he gave him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, Yeshua, every knee should bow. Of things in heaven, of things in earth, of things, uh, listen, we're talking about dominion now. Now, the, the level of Christ is cosmic. He's got dominion over everything. But 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 you're going to have dominion over everything as it pertains to your life. That as it pertains to your life, every knee is going to have to bow. As it pertains in your life, every devil is going to have to scram. 
as it pertains in your life, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. As it pertains to your life, all things will work together for the good. As it pertains to your life, every knee will bow. Things in heaven, ha, that means even the heaven's gonna, an open heaven over your head. And things in earth, that means you got favor. You got access with God and man. And things under the earth, demons gonna tremble at your footstep. And every tongue will confess. At some point, they gonna have to say, you did that thing. Ah, at some point, we're going to look at the before and the after and say, yes, she, yes, she did. Yes, he did. Ah, started from the bottom, now I'm here. They're going to have to say it about you. They're going to have to confess. They might not like you. Ah, they might be jealous. They might be envious. They, you know, they, they might be haters, but they ain't going to be able to say you didn't do it. <laughs> Every tongue will confess. Ah, the, listen, this, this is about Christ so that Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. But guess what? Tom's going to have to confess your lordship and your dominion and your power and the strength of your words and the content of your character and the fact that you move from A to B to C and that you have now gained dominion over this realm and dimension of your life. They're going to have to confess. And it's, and, and, and it's going to be confessed to the glory of God the Father. Lord God, right now, those under the sound of my voice, give them a revelation of the mysterious power of constraint. Lord, I pray right now that you open their heart and give them an ear to hear your next instruction. And when they hear it, let them not run from it, but let them run to it, knowing that constraint is the seed of promotion and that every constraint from God is an elevation in disguise. Lord, we receive it right now. And we thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness to your principles and to your word in our lives. In the matchless name of the one they call him Jesus. He is Yeshua. He is Emmanuel, God with us, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the one to whom glory is due always and forever. Amen, amen, and amen. I hope you received that, and I hope this was a blessing for you. It has been a thrill for me. Listen, that's all we have today, but we pray that you'll go back over this again and let it bless your life. And be on the ready. Be on the lookout. We'll be live and in person. You see the information there on your screen and where to go. we like to see you in person so we can impart these into your life in an even more direct and powerful way. If you're watching us from somewhere out of the geographical area of where we are, listen, you and I, you're connected with me. You're connected with the people of God. But, 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 but do me a favor. Go down, get the contact information, or always go to a peopleofgod.net. Just let us know that you're a listener. Let us know that you're a watcher. Let us know that you're on the program. Or if you want to just leave a message in the comments and say, hey, thank you. Uh, we appreciate what you're doing. That encourages us and gives us the fortitude to keep on going. All right? All right. I love you. With the love of God, that's the end of this telecast. We look forward to seeing you again next time. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.